This is the Healthy Worship Team Podcast, and I'm your host, Julie Angler. If you're a worship leader who's ready to get to the next level, whether it's to help your team thrive as your church grows, become a stronger leader yourself, or to add more creativity to what you do, you're in the right place. I've spent the last 20 years leading worship, and I want to share with you the best of what I've learned. I know you've got the talent. I know you've got the calling. Now let's talk about everything else. Hey everybody, thanks for joining me. In this episode, we are hitting part three of our series, How You Know It's Time to Make a Change. Last episode, we talked about when the senior leader tells you it's time to make a change. And in this episode, we're going to talk about when the team tells you it's time for a change. Your team probably will not just jump out there and tell you that they need something different. But I'll tell you what they will do. They'll tell you with their actions. They'll tell you with their feet. You know that saying, actions speak louder than words. I want you to just flip that on its head and remember, cliches are true for a reason. Your team is telling you what isn't working by the way that they're responding to some of those decisions that you're making. So I want to get straight into this. There's a few things you can look at to evaluate and see what is my team telling me? Are they telling me that it's time for something to change? Number one, just take a look at the actual size of the team itself. Do you have only one person in each position, like only one drummer, one electric guitar player, one bass player, one piano player, a couple vocalists? Then guess what? You're prime and ready to start building a recruitment process so that you can raise up new musicians and singers. Are you, you, do you have any up and coming young leaders in your church that are starting to move into worship leadership or are there none at all? That's something to look at. Also, if you have a really lopsided team, if you have like a team of like five bass players and nothing else, then we probably need to figure out how to diversify a little bit. And also you can look at your, the behavior of the team. So we, at the size of the team, if you have, if you only have one in each position, then what happens when your bass player gets sick? You just don't have a bass player. Or what happens if your drummer gets married and moves out of town? You're out of a drummer, right? Now we've all faced those things and the world doesn't just completely fall apart, but sometimes it can feel that way when you're a worship pastor because that's what you do every week is you put together music and when you don't have those things, it can start to make you feel like everything's hanging on a thread. So the size of the team is something to pay attention to. The second thing is the behavior of the team. How are they acting toward you and toward each other? One thing they might be telling you is uh, with their actions, they may not be showing up for rehearsals on time. Um, they may come in, roll in five, 10 minutes late and they're hanging out and talking and ends up at a rehearsal that maybe you would plan to be an hour long, ends up being a two hour long rehearsal, and you don't even bother putting a time limit on it anymore because you feel like maybe that's just the only way that things are going to get done. Um, that's not true. You could totally make a change there. Them not showing up on time can communicate a few different things. Maybe your expectate, maybe your communication of your expectations might need to change. Um, maybe they haven't really heard you say what you're hoping for them to achieve. If they haven't heard you say what time practice is starting, 
then maybe you need to say it again. Um, also, maybe sometimes people sometimes people show up late to things that they're avoiding. <laughs> Honestly, if they're not excited about it, ah, well, I can speak for myself. I'm not like the early person all the time. So if I am early, it means I'm really passionate about what I'm doing. If they're not showing up on time, there's probably a little bit of disengagement with the joy and excitement of what's really happening. Um, number two, another problem that I've heard recently from another worship leader is that their team members aren't really like listening when they're giving constructive feedback during rehearsal. So say they're working through a situation and they want them to really focus on tempo or they need to tighten up. But for some reason, those team members, maybe they're, you know, maybe they have a little bit more experience than that young MD or something like that. And they just don't really listen to the feedback. That means that there needs to be a change in how the structure and order of your rehearsal and your leadership is understood by your team. Um, another thing you can look at based the behavior of your team is like, say you have team members that have been there for a really long time. And then finally you get a new team member and it kind of feels like that new team member. It takes a while for them to really feel like they belong or like they're part of the team. Like your like you wish your team members were just a little bit more welcoming and willing to open up their ranks to bring a new person in. Um, that's a big deal. And that's something that could totally change. It's not something that's too difficult to change. Um, okay. If your team, if you notice that somebody who, you know, is really skilled and talented and you just see like this huge lack of enjoyment in what they're doing, they probably need a change in what they're doing. Like how long have they been doing exactly what they're doing? Let's say, you know, it's, um, a piano player and you're just really not seeing them play and enjoy themselves. Like, you know, that they have in the past. Maybe it's time to sit down and talk to them and just see how they're doing and see if they're, um, they've been serving more than they feel comfortable or something's going on in their life, or maybe they want to try out a new instrument or be challenged. This is just a jumping off point for you to take some time and like openly evaluate your team. Let me tell you why this can be super difficult. Because if you feel like you're barely keeping your head above water, evaluation and honest evaluation can be scary. It means that something's not going well. And the truth of the matter is, if you guys have picked up on this from um, my time before, if there's something going on in your team, there's a part that you have to play in order to change that pattern. And asking open-ended questions that the answers might be a little bit scary, it's kind of the hardest thing ever. And I totally, totally get that. One of those questions that used to be really scary to ask would be like a vital team member to ask them, do you feel like you're serving too much? Why? Because I desperately need you to serve. Please do not tell me you're serving too much because I don't know what I'm going to do if you're not there to hold down that piano part for me every single week, right? Like that's like legitimate problems and concerns for a worship leader is having enough people and having the right people in place. So I totally get that, but I'll tell you this, if you will take the time to openly and honestly evaluate and start asking questions, just like we said in the episode before, a lot of mistakes and a lot of things get dealt with 
a lot of misunderstandings get get stopped at the very beginning with your senior leader if you will ask open-ended questions in order to understand what they're saying. Now, when you look up, when you're when you are when it's you and you're looking up to your senior leaders, it's easy for us to blame them for the things that need to change. But when we look down, the temptation is not to blame. The temptation is to deny that there is a problem at all. So you may look and say, I don't know what their problem is. They just need to come on time. Or, I don't know what their problem is. This person just needs to learn their music. Or, I don't know what their problem is, but they need to be more welcoming to a new member. Here's the thing. We deny the challenge and we deny our part and we deny the nature of the problem. But just like we talked about in the episode before, when you when you are don't understand, you need to be you have to use a lot of courage and a lot of fortitude to say, "Okay, I need to ask questions so I understand." Now look down at your team and look at them and say, "Maybe they don't feel safe enough." Maybe they don't feel like it's the right time. They may not be sure and they may not know how to communicate questions or concerns. Maybe I've never opened up that avenue for them in order to do that. So whose job is it to open that up? It's your job. It's your responsibility to ask the questions that you're scared of what the answers might be. You're the one who needs to say, how's your home life? You're the one who needs to say, do you feel exhausted and burned out? You're the one who needs to say, how are you doing with your quiet time? You're the one who needs to say those things because they don't know if they can answer and they need to know that they can answer honestly. And the only way they're going to know that is if you're the one who asks. All right. So just to be super clear, your team is communicating to you what needs to change, but you're going to have to look at their actions. You're going to have to look at what they don't show up to. You're going to have to look at when they get quiet when they don't respond back, when they don't answer questions, those are all indicators for you to know that there's something there that's probably more under the surface, probably stuff that you can know about if you're willing to ask those questions. I want to say a quick word to young leaders. Maybe you have gone to ministry school or you're in college right now and you are taking like a ministry assistant position on your worship team something like that, and you have been tasked with the responsibility of leading these rehearsals and leading the team through a worship set maybe, and you're younger than some of the team members on your team. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that, and you can totally do this. Quick tips for the young MD or rehearsal leader or worship leader. Number one, be way more prepared than you ever have been in your life. You should know the answer to any question that you know that your team is going to ask you. That helps them be confident in your leadership. And number two, if you're young, if you have a personality that is a little little bit more introverted or um, quiet, you're not just like super out there, I just want to encourage you. I'm going to say the same thing to you that I said to my friend Kiara that I was able to encourage this week. You do not have to be a different type of person in order to be the exact type of leader that God created you to be. You can be an introvert, you can be a young woman, you can be a young person, and you can walk in the role and the responsibility and authority that you have from your leaders and from God to lead your team. Don't be afraid 
to lead those more mature team members. They will follow you. They absolutely will. When you treat them with respect and you communicate clearly and come prepared, you're going to do a great job. Keep going and don't give up. So that brings us to the end of what I've got for you for this episode. Next week, we're going to finish up this little series about how to know it's time to make a change. And we talk about knowing when it's time to change because of what's going on inside of you. That's going to be awesome, exciting. Uh, Spoiler alert, we're going to talk about what's your responsibility, not everybody else's, in order to see change come to pass. And as we move forward in our episodes, we'll talk about specific changes, how to make some of those changes, how to decide what needs to change, plus all the other cool tips and advice that I can bring you for having a healthy worship team. I'm grateful for you worship leaders. Just a quick word of encouragement. You're doing important work. You're creating a space for God's people to come together to worship Him, to enjoy His presence, and to be encouraged by the Spirit of God every single week. Do not give up. Do not grow weary in doing good like the Word says. It's worth it. It's worth what you're doing is highly valuable and important. And I'm so grateful that wherever you are, wherever you're living and serving, that God's name is being glorified and that his presence is being welcomed in your area. Y'all have a great week. Hey, I want to thank you so much for listening. If you like this episode and want more, then follow us wherever you're streaming your podcast and leave us a review. That helps us have great ratings and keep on going. Also, if you'd like to contact me with questions or any thoughts on the episode, you can email me at thehealthyworshipteam at gmail.com. Thehealthyworshipteam at gmail.com. We'll see you guys later.